Okay, good morning. Uh, let's get started. Uh, this is Dave Vellante. Uh, welcome to the Wikibon May 27th, 2008 uh, Peer Insight Storage Research Meeting. And uh, th the topic today is a review of EMC World 2008, otherwise known as Storage Schmooze Fest. Um, we are pleased to have the world-renowned Nick Allen leading the call. Um, most of you know Nick as a, a pretty active contributor to Wikibon, and he's a principal at the Todd Point Group, and of course, uh, formerly Gartner's head of storage research. So Nick was at EMC World along with me, uh, Fred Moore, who is on the call. I think David Floyer is also on the call. Uh, Robin Harris uh, from Storage Mojo, in fact, may be joining us, and I think also is on the call. So Nick, you are here, right? Yep. So. Peer Insights, as most of you know, are typically held on the first and third Tuesday of each month, but with EMC World on the third Tuesday this month, we moved it to today, and we'll resume our normal schedule next week. Um, the format of these meetings, for those of you who don't know, is that I will moderate uh, today. Nick is going to present his analysis, and then we'll talk about it. So this is an open forum. Anyone can participate, ask questions, chime in, give thoughts. Um, especially interested for those who were there uh, to give your, your opinions and, and impressions. It was a big show and hard for four of us to, to cover, believe it or not. Um, but I think we'll do a credible job here. At the end of the meeting, I'll do a brief summary, which we'll post up on Wikibon within a couple of hours, and then we'll follow that up with other analysis focused on uh, user implications and the like. The meeting will last one hour and is being recorded. So with that, I'd like to turn the meeting over to Nick. Nick, uh, you're back from the glitter and the glitz of, of Vegas, uh, where, of course, EMC World was held this year. I trust you arrived home with your shirt still firmly in your possession. Um, why don't you share with us uh, what your thoughts are on the show and your, your analysis? Hey, Dave, thanks. So, I mean, this event is huge. It's, uh, Huge conference held at a huge facility at the Mandalay Bay. 9,000 plus attendees. I think somewhere between 50 to 60 percent of those were end users. The rest were partners, press from all over the world, analysts from all over the world, and of course, um, I think the number was 586 sessions across four days. Those broke down into roughly keynotes, main tent presentations where we heard vision, new products, strategy, and then a lot of product-specific sessions such as Vista or Document. There are 80-plus products. That, uh, the other uh, classification of sessions with training sessions, best practices, how-tos across all of EMC's product lines. Um, in a in a sort of little bit of a survey that we did, we found that roughly one third of the people were attending the conference just for the storage content. They were the others were there for either virtualization or the documentum. Not interested storage piece, the feather in EMC's cap, if you will. There were also lots of birds of feather sessions where gathering information or sharing information. I also noticed a lot of private meetings going on. Um, overall, it was a fantastic job of organization. The audiovisuals all worked. Very well run. Event and so let's get into content. Um, starting off with some of the keynotes. Between Tucci, the CEO, and Donatelli, who's got the storage products, actually combine their two presentations. I think you get a better storage, uh, better um, idea of uh, what they were trying to, to tell us. Uh, Tucci started out with his Steva, Store, Protect, Intelligence, Virtualize, and, and Automate. That's the way he's positioned the company, and that's the direction that they're going. And then kind of took a left turn and talked a lot about growth and cloud computing. Um, debate the numbers about what, how bytes are actually growing, but it's roughly in continue. But Tucci said, that a lot of that growth, or specifically 70% of data, is created by individuals, especially from social networking sites and videos. And he had a personal uh, 
personal calculator for how many bytes between emails and Evo type devices and things like that that the individual would, would, could create. But, uh, his, you know, his point was is that, and it's always been my point, the demand for storage is, is infinite. It's just growing uh, as fast as it can, as fast as it can be managed, but it's going to be managed differently in the future. Uh, Web 2.0 cloud computing type infrastructure. 70% that's created by individuals, 85% of that will be stored by organizations. And in fact, Tucci's created a whole division, the Cloud Infrastructure and Services Division, to be um, headed by uh, Palma Ritz, who comes from Pi acquisition. And the Pi, by the way, stands for Personal Information, Personal Information Corp. So um, Tucci's clearly, clearly taking aim at non-traditional storage spaces and non-traditional ways to organize and store and manage information. You look at Donatelli, telling point. Stained R&D investment. The EMC is outspending everybody else in this, in this space. R&D is, no, it's 10 plus percent. I know the actual number. Uh, I think they said 12 percent. Yeah, okay, 12 percent. I mean, it varies from quarter to quarter like that. That's where they basically have set it at 12%, which is a lot more than anybody else. Everybody else is sub-10, typically 5 or 6%. 6%. That results in 5,000 technical storage R&D employees. Gives EMC's, either industry's broadest product portfolio. They want to play in more storage markets than anyone else. They want to ship storage, more storage systems than anyone else. Um, all designed top to bottom by EMC or by acquisition, um, and provide sustained technology and market leadership. That, he claims, will provide the ability to create total solutions for point products. That said, he also had a slide in there that had over 80 products lumped into four categories. The challenge here is to turn that those 80 products into total solutions. And I think they understand that, and they're they're you know moving in in that direction. <clears throat> um, a lot of the stories held together pretty well. Uh, let's kind of go by down by vision a little. Hey, Nick. Yeah. Um, cutting out just a little bit. Um, I wonder if you could, I don't know if you're on a headphone. If you could try to either speak up or just speak directly into it, that might help. I guess that always happens when I give presentations. How about how's that? Better. Okay. Uh, turning to RSA and, and security, a fantastic number was put forth. Basically, it was that malware is being created faster than users can, or than the industry can defend against malware. Specifically, security spending was about 1.5 percent in 2001 of our IT budget, 3 percent in 2006 and it's projected to be 5% in 2009. That means roughly $35 billion in 2006 and $55 billion in 2009. Interesting fact there is that he polled the audience and he said, okay, you're spending more money every single year. How many of you feel more secure? And not a single job. Sort of, you know, feel the... the Pulse of the audience sort of quickened when I saw that. Um, nonetheless, since he bought RSA quite a while ago, and, and we really haven't seen much on the storage front, per se. Yep. Um, and part of that is because Tucci said, we're going to secure EMC products first. And they went about, uh, I think it was 80 different uh, points that the products had to conform to or, or comply to. and. You know, they've done a pretty good job of that, and it's all RSA certified and stamped and integrated and tested Absolutely. and approved and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but then on the storage front itself, we have a rogue user out there. Uh, can I just remind people that uh, if you're not speaking, which uh, nobody is during Nick's um, introduction. If you could just put yourselves on mute, we'd appreciate it. 
Yeah, thank you. Um, finally, we're now seeing some of the RSA technology applied to storage itself. Specifically, you can get PowerPath encryption that will in, that will encrypt encrypt anything that's under PowerPath's control. Uh, of course, that uses the CPU cycles, but in some cases that may be a big deal. In some cases, it may not. Uh, finally, getting encryption into the storage network by way of Kinetrix that will do any kind of storage media, both disk and tape. Uh, those aren't shipping yet, but they're supposed to ship, I think, mid-year. And overall, RSA is embedding trusted computing into this cloud computing web 2.0 space. Long-term, discussions with some of the RSA people, their overall goal is to wrap metadata, security metadata around data objects and carry that around with the data objects and use their authentication, authorization, et cetera, technology and protocols to, you know, um, secure those objects and, and, on, and only let the people that are supposed to access them access them and delete them and so on and so forth. And it's finally starting to come together to the storage aspect of RSA which I thought was missing for a while. Um, Mark Lewis, Documentum, con Content Management and Archive. Um, he showed Knowledge Worker, which was a, a powerful web-based tool for code and content development teams to create, manage custom enterprise applications. Um, and the integration with Web 2.0 was pretty impressive as well. They demoed a variety of mashups, of social networking, and other tools like that. And he discussed and demoed Project Magellan, which will be released in Q3 for free. At least the initial version is, is for free. So I mean, there's there's there's, there's clearly Tucci's taken aim at Web 2.0 and cloud computing. And there's already de demoing products using those technologies. Real clear, there's a absolute determination and discipline getting there. On the pure server virtualization front for the VMware division, I personally didn't attend any 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 of those sessions. But the very interesting fact that came back from keynotes on, on was that EMC claims that it's getting a 40%, 46% market share of the storage going on to VMware virtualization, which is just huge. Dwarfs anybody else. That's true, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's true. On the data reduction or data dedupe front, of course, he One, one clarification, that was IDC yep. data, by the way? Uh, you're correct, thank you. Thank you. Of course, it was presented by EMC, so it was IDC data presented by EMC. Um, that's a good point, thank you. The uh, data deduplication, of course EMC has had source-based from Avamar, but now they've announced their virtual tape library, which incorporates quantum technology, doing not only data duplication, but also uh, spin-down didn't have a strong story on how they were going to do spin-down. They just said, we're going to have spin-down and we're going to play with it and figure out how to get it right. Um, so on, on the green front, the, the only two things that were there was a, a new form of data dedupe, spin-down, and only in the virtual tape library. Now, obviously, we'll see that in other products further on, uh, but but not a whole lot on green. In Vista, wither in Vista, Two general sessions. One was larger room and it was full, and the other one was a smaller room and it was full as well. Uh, lots of interest, but we not many visible customers. Found a few. Um, there are claims that there's over 200 Invista customers. We doubt that there's more than 10 or 20 percent of those in production. And reference customers hard to find. Um, at the sessions, they use the same university reference customer that they've been using for quite some time. Um, Hulk, storage for Web 2.0. actually previewed at the uh, NAB conference a, couple, uh, a month or so ago, National Association of Broadcasters. 
the marketing people have now named it Iniflex. 10,000 or 1,000, I forget, but Iniflex. It's a combination of storage and servers, uh, Intel servers and storage, densely packaged, designed for cloud computing with EMC's value add of testing, design, certification, service, so on and so forth. It's really designed to be um, a turnkey storage for cloud computing that anybody can put an application on top of. Um, of, of extreme interest to me was I asked the question, will this carry the usual EMC high gross margins on storage? And the not. Salesforce wasn't really too happy about it, and probably going to really be designed more for uh, partner distribution. Um, it does break the paradigm of server with a disk drive in it, and another server with a disk drive in it, and another server with a disk drive in it. It has several servers and options of servers, uh, but it is basically consolidated storage, at least in the cabinet. So from a green perspective, good. However, it's 45U high and too heavy for many computer floors. So either going to have to, users are either going to have to not fully stuff the rack or they have new data centers that can support or deploy them into the way. Also begs the question for me, and this is a subject that, that Wikibon went through exhaustively not so long ago, and that's the notion of high capacity two and a half inch drives um, just to get the weight down. Um, as well as some of the heat generated. But, you know, I think we've vetted that out already. But it, just looking at that unit and the weight and the height and all that kind of things it sort of begs for a, a smaller technology as well. So, so they got a hardware platform that you can mount applications on top of. Um, I did a lot of reading of blogs over the weekend and things like that. And you know, one blogger thinks that iBricks, partner of the what Maui was going to be all about. But Robin Harris, um, are you here, Robin? Okay, I guess Robin wasn't able to join us. Well, he believes, and I've seen this in one or two other places now, that uh, Maui is actually derived a derivative of Ocean Store, which is an open project at UC Berkeley kind of looks like the Google file system. It's got data redundancy absolutely everywhere. Um, and I believe it's also uh, moving into, into open source. So it remains to be seen, but pretty good to too that Ocean Store out of UC Berkeley is really out. Uh, didn't have any demos or anything like that. Wasn't um, wasn't in the in the on the show floor, weren't any sessions on it that I could tell. So while EMC has been a little more open lately, they weren't particularly open. Visible. But I think this is, you know, we'll see a lot happen in that over the next six months. And then flash drives. Gucci basically said by 2010, fiber channel drives are dead vis-a-vis -vis flash drives from a cost perspective that, whether it's 2010 or 11 or 12 or 13 or, or, or whatever, but it's real clear that EMC has decided that mechanical disk drives for high performance dramatic decline. And based on the fact that some of the other industry players have now announced their intentions actually done with flash drives into their systems, um, you know, we're, we're clearly seeing that, that shift. Uh, we also learned that the price of the flash drives, EMC actually cut it in order to feed some return on investment justifications. The price point wasn't just, it was just a little bit too high to get some of the returns. Basically, EMC felt feed the market a little bit and got the price down. Uh, I don't think it's a loss leader for them per se, but uh, not a huge margin. There was strong interest and strong demand in flash 
reports that there's no supply issues with drives and things like that, and that demand is higher than they had originally ex expected. They refuse to quantify that. Um, software as a service, beyond the documentum stuff, Mosey and iOmega, I got the sense that They were transferring the consumer side of things into the iOmega group, and they were still in the process of, get, of getting organized and have to wait for that acquisition to complete and, and be digested and, and things like that before we see a, a lot more coming out of them. Um, in terms of overall conclusions, um, well, if on a green IT, this, there was, this was the least green emphasis that we've seen in a long time. It was kind of minimal, not a strong story especially vis-a-vis -vis IBM. Um, they need more innovation. They need, they need some metrics. They need, need, need I don't know, a, a green czar that's actually visible. Um, and interestingly, I read a lot of blogs, read a lot of what a lot of people said about the conference. And by the way, you can see some many of the presentations on YouTube. They're up on YouTube. They're, they're um, Quite visible, but as the, as there was not one conference but many, got a lot of different conclusions. A guy who was interested in backup and restore went to the training sessions, went to the certifications, and in fact, you know, very satisfied. Very difficult for me, in a you know, kind of like the group to maybe come out with something. Is what's a, what's the overall conclusion for this conference? It was really many conferences, and you could kind of draw a conclusion for each one of those. But the general conclusion, I don't have one. So, Nick, I wonder if I could just uh, ask you a question about something you said in terms of the the diversity of, of audience. Um, you said in an informal poll, uh, I think you said a third. Did I get this right? A third were there to learn about EMC's core business, or was that their non-core business? The core storage. Storage products, disk and, disk and storage management software. And that's just wandering around asking people, hey, are you interested in storage? Are you here for storage? And, and you're saying uh, 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 two-thirds were not. Right. Well, two-thirds might be, might be partners, but of, of the end users that I talked to, roughly one-third were there for the core storage product. Okay. Is that, is that consistent with what, what everybody else saw or any, anybody else who attended? I, I think that's uh, consistent with my experience, yes, uh, Dave. Um, yeah, there was uh, there were a lot of people there for RSA or Documentum or um, other parts of EMC or VMware. Uh, yeah, we parts. saw a lot on the software development side, <clears throat> you know, not directly on storage, but the middleware and the uh, – I think the, all the people tied into the collaboration effort were represented here. You know, collaboration was one of the uh, bigger themes at this event. Okay. And then on the flash prices, EMC had said that they cut flash prices by about um, 50%, I believe. But when you really dig into it, it, it turns out that their initial estimates of 30x, uh, the premium over spinning disk, were too low that it actually came in at 40x, and then um, as a result, it's now down to 20x. Right. Right, so it's it's really a cut of about a third. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Um, and I, I think that some data was floating around uh, uh, regarding the decline in prices of flash or expected decline relative to uh, fiber channel drives. Can can you share that with us, or do you have any data there? I don't have the numbers in my head, but it was Gucci um, statement was by 2010 they'd be at parity. So I thought I heard that Flash was uh, falling at around 10% per quarter. Is that is that consistent with what what people see or expect? I, 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 that, that's the data that the, was being thrown around was around you know, eight to ten percent, and right. um, 
around or around the five percent um, for uh, for for the traditional disk drives. Um, and if you, if you take an eighteen-month cycle, I mean the, the the cost of drives seems to remain about the same for each uh, generation. So if you take that that cycle of eighteen months then, uh, and divide that by a hundred percent, then you're then you're getting a Roughly around five percent per um, per month sounds about right. So flash flash falling at about ten percent a quarter. FC drive somewhere around let's say five percent. Five to six percent, yeah. So in a, in a pretty short time frame, um, the price of flash relative to spinning disk, which is now well, it, 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 yeah. I, I mean, again, but, I think it's longer than two years. I, I think it's the but higher. But it cannot be. Yeah. Cannot be in two years. In, in, yeah, it's so the high end that will 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 be affected most. Um, uh, so it's a, a twenty end, the, the, Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's a twenty x today. So you know, at what point would you expect it to be lower than an order of magnitude? Any thoughts on that? Or? No. And if if you if the, the that the marketplace I think they were referring to is that the high performance discs were yep. the ones that would disappear within the two three year time scale, and I I think that's correct. Um, but the uh, high density discs, ones with fewer access arms, I, I think that's going to be uh, uh, quite a time, and there's still quite a lot of technology coming down the pike as well in that area uh, that will um, that will keep that going for at you know 10 as far as, as far as any planning horizon is uh, is is open okay in, so in, in, yeah. Dave as you know I work with a flash company uh, and the pricing numbers that we just talked about are pretty much on the mark for today but I think the thing we need to realize is that the rate of price decline is increasing for flash what you see this year probably won't be the same rate of price erosion that you see next year or the year after. It's actually accelerating due to the tremendous consumption of flash by the consumer marketplace. And it's, it's got a, a rapid, much more rapid price decline curve even than magnetic. Right. So, okay. So, just to be clear then, we're talking about relative to high performance or fiber channel drives. Uh, flash price is falling at around 10% a year, a quarter rather, and accelerating while FC drives decline at 5% or maybe even less. Well, one of the interesting announcements was the one uh, was a um, uh, one uh, that Samsung made uh, uh, over the weekend was a very high density uh, uh, flash flash drive. Um, 256 performance. Sorry. What was that, Josh? Yeah, 256 uh, gig to be yeah, available uh, end of the gig. year. With very good, with very high performance on it. Um, so uh, again, that's going to accelerate the uh, adoption in the uh, in the PC market. It's still still you know pretty expensive. They, they were various estimates of somewhere, you know, two thousand dollars for that, which is obviously expensive in that marketplace. But uh, uh, as as that comes down, that's going to uh, uh, be a very significant driver, as Fred was saying, for for increased volume. I I I think that uh, decline rates of greater than ten percent a month, from a pure technology point of view, uh, I, I I think that's uh, going to drop rather than increase. Uh, oh, wait, so we're at ten percent a quarter, not per month. Ten percent a ten percent a month. So are we were talking about monthly figures. No, these are, I believe ten percent per quarter was the statistic that we. Per were quarter. Per quarter. About. Okay. So is everybody comfortable with with that statement that 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 uh, flash devices will replace within what a two to three year time frame the high performance fiber channel drives is that anybody disagree with that or I think it's pretty quick. I day. assume it will take. It's Josh. I assume that it will take a little longer. Yeah, I, I, 
I, I think it's not going to be. Uh, I agree that uh, I think it's going to to, to replace it is going to take longer than that. To be competitive and very common, I think, is uh, the two to three year time scale. Is my view. Okay. Of course, the fastest way to demand to generate demand for a product is to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, what are we seeing in the uptake of flash devices in, in DMX? Any visibility there that anybody might have, Nick or, or others? In terms of applications? Um, there were, EMC was saying customers were coming up with more applications than EMC had thought of. Grading was brought up. Messaging was brought up. Credit um, um, credit card authorizations, where you, okay, on one side you're, you're doing the transactional work to authorize the credit card, but on the side you want to look up and see if there's been uh, reports of of um, fraud or anything like that. And then, then those are, can actually be two separate processes. And reports of fraud is a read only or write once read read only application per se. Um, that that was one that stood out in my mind. Okay. In general, is any any application which is cache unfriendly and needs high performance. So, how about any any indications as to I mean, are these things flying off the shelves? Uh, I mean, it's just, just I would suspect not if they're obviously cutting prices so aggressively. But what? Anybody have any visibility on the uptake of, of flash devices? It's still early. I mean, they announced in January. I think they started shipping in late March. Yeah, it's only been two months, and you know, there's very little feedback at this point. I think we're premature to, to find anything good. But uh, you know, Dave, everybody's dying to hear that. I think I found one customer who DMX customer who had had, had them installed, but and was still sort of testing them, but. Yeah, I think people are going to test it for a while. You know, there's still a little concern about, you know, write durability and those things, and uh, you're not going to put your, you know, Tier 1 mission-critical files on the Tier 0 technology until you are fully comfortable with it. Which vendors um, EMC is using? SanDisk or, or Samsung? SDEC. SDEC. Simple technology. Okay, thanks. STEC, yeah. Um, and, and does Seagate have an alternative there as well? I, I read somewhere that, that somebody was demonstrating Stack and Seagate drives. But. Now Seagate's in the business. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, mean, I mean specifically at EMC World, I had read something that, that I don't know, Donatelli or Tucci or somebody was, was handing them out, you know, just as a demo, and, and there were both Stack and Seagate devices, so. Uh, but I I, I, did, I wasn't able to confirm that EMC is second sourcing from Seagate. Regardless, okay. Um, e EMC is always second sourcing mm. of everything. They always they're, they're, they're looking, but they, I don't know that they've qualified. Okay. Um, I wonder if we could talk a little bit about uh, Nick. Your comments on uh, security that clearly was a big theme in. Uh, seems to be a differentiator for EMC. I just want to clarify some of the, the comments that you made. Um, you were saying that you thought it was a, a, a little bit slow to integrate RSA into other storage products, or were you talking about EMC storage uh, products specifically? To or? secure data at rest. Oh, okay. So my understanding is EMC uses some kind of 80-point conformance or compliance standard between oh. RSA and its core storage products. Do you have any details on that, or can you all, talk about that? Uh, all of its products have to conform okay. to these 80 points. Launched that even before they bought RSA, I think. But once they bought RSA, they were really able to accelerate it. And it's every software product, I mean, it's... How you how you do the triple A's the authenticate authorize and audit to way you write code. I don't have any more details on that, but it's 
suppose we could dig them up. That's okay. Just sort of trying to get a, a, a read on the community's opinion as to the RSA integration, how it's going, what, what kind of marks do, do we give them there? <laughs> in terms of their own products, they give them very high marks. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of RSA selling outside of the EMC base, doing, uh, you know, I don't think they're a huge piece of EMC's revenue yet, but, um, you know, they keep announcing new things and new partnerships and new this and new that. Um, but now we're starting, but my point was, is now we're starting to see them ripped data at rest and we'll have support for LTO drives, which is last to market, support for Sun drives and IBM drives, which is last to market. Um, that that was just, was just my comment. It seemed like, gee, about this time when we had a lot of credit card data being stolen and a lot of data center, you know, about, about the time when compliance really started to hit the fan. Um, got new legislation and all those kinds of things. It just seemed like, well, okay, some auditors or lawyers are saying you will encrypt your data. And EMC was not encrypting data. They were authenticating, authorizing, and auditing and all of that kind of stuff, but they weren't encrypting any data. And now they are. That's my point. Yeah, I, I thought the way they expressed this was pretty good was that they went from being a um, um, a, a um, guarding the entrance to um, providing a, a, a series of uh, of layers for that uh, security within the within the data and I I, I personally thought that was impressive um, both, both what their future thinking was. Uh, in terms of uh, integrating with the cloud, uh, as well as their integration with the uh, storage product, I thought that was very impressive. So, two two questions here: How much of a differentiator is that security capability for EMC as a storage company? Number one, and then independent of storage, just as it relates to security, where do we think EMC's RSA division, you know, fits, and how how are they strategically positioned? Are they sort of one of many, or you know, clearly a differentiated player. You know, one of a couple. Or what are the thoughts there? So first, um, is this a is a big differentiator? Is a big deal for from a storage company's perspective to have this in your portfolio? Um, if, if my view is that there are certain market segments for which this could be a, a, a lock-in, uh, be very very important indeed. Um, and that's not for not for all market segments, but certainly in some of the uh, traditional ones like you know banking, uh, insurance, and um, and healthcare. These could be very very important or um, prove to be very very important. Uh, obviously, in a lot of other areas such as um, uh, uh, the, the uh, cloud computing, etc. I think that's less important. Um, well, go ahead. Uh, so, so to, to me, that's very that, that they can increase margins and um, increase customer retention very significantly in in a lot of um, uh, market areas. I, I I agree with that, but the other side of that is the customer making a bet. You know, we still don't have enterprise wide key managers. That's what everybody wants. They, they, they sort of had point solution key managers and use RSA technology or IBM technology or Sun technology, which probably has some RSA technology. Um, but I, th I think that EMC is, they fell out a little bit more on the storage side of things I think, and, and scale up to scale class and make cloud scale. Um, the customers are going to be asked to make a strategic bet on EMC as a storage and security company. Yeah, why would the, David, you mentioned, it, you, I think you indicated that securing the cloud is not as critical, I, I'm, I'm, my words, not yours. But well, the, 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 for example, I mean, the security is, uh, is, is um, 
uh, is going to be at the software level of access. Is is there? It's much more of an access um, play there, and there will be certain parts of cloud computing which will need it. I mean, if for example, uh, uh, Google's um, health uh, care system would would need that sort of uh, protection, and uh, those will be on separate systems. But if you're looking at uh, people putting photographs up or whatever it is, um, I, I don't think that uh, the um, RSA integration there is is is, uh, is 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 going to provide it much uh, to use your you know much lock-in or much added value. Well, so, so, so again, so two questions. One is how much of a differentiator is it, is it for the, a storage? Company uh, lock in or not, right? Sort of. Yeah, uh, even as I'm a not sure we've answered that. So, so I, that's... I, I, well, um, okay, I can answer that one. I mean, I think that the, what we will see is as security standards evolve or are set by de facto market prowess, we'll see EMC market first with whatever that new thing is in the security space. Integrated into its storage products, not just the RSA side. Right. Okay. So your conclusion would be it's a pretty substantial differentiator from a for, from a storage vendor. More segments of the marketplace that need it fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then the I second agree. part of that that question is, you know, where is EMC in our view relative to other security companies, IBM or Verisign or or others? And well, a lot of their technology is actually used. A lot of RSA's technology is actually used by a lot of uh, other storage companies, uh, security companies. Mm -hmm. um, I have not seen as strong a story come out of IBM security. Seem to be a little more point focused. Um, can't comment on Verisign. Okay. But in, but in general, well, the, I mean, the fact that other security companies are using RSA technology sort of underscores their, the leadership position there, obviously. And then I guess the third question is securing the cloud. Um, how important is that? I mean, it, would, it, would, it would strike me that that's something that is going to be fundamental for cloud computing is to have a – I mean, if, if, if malware is growing faster than, than, than goodware – um, it would seem well, that, that that would be a big barrier to, to cloud adoption. I I see two clouds. Yeah, see, multiple clouds. Yeah, I, I, I see a public cloud and I see enterprise clouds that are the enterprise clouds are are need need all this all this. <laughs> Where you're doing collaboration, especially, need all of the security comes along with RSA. In the public cloud, we've already had some um, malware get it. Malware get in problem. You're breaking up a lot, Nick. Okay, is there anything you could do about that? I can talk softly. Does that help? <laughs> I think it's better when you speak loudly. Speak loudly? Yep. Man, I don't know why. It must be this bridge in my phone. I'm sorry. Because you guys talk to me all the time on this phone, and we have no problem. Mm -hmm. um, where was I? Oh, we've had a lot of malware types like YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you know, RSA isn't anti-malware per se. I mean, it's not an antivirus or an anti-spam or anti-worm company. That's not what they're about. So, but one could say, can I prevent those that malware from being introduced into a social networking site? Um, I don't see RSA having a big play there. I agree. Now, what what is our view on EMC's? Strategy with the cloud? Are they going to go try to compete with Google and Amazon, or, or what? Would you guys learn there? Well, I, I think they're going to provide the infrastructure for somebody to compete with Google. I don't think EMC is going to try to compete. 
somebody wants a global a global file system or a Google-like file system, now he's there and off the shelf and available. Um, if they want cloud storage, it's there and off the shelf and available, and they've got a reference platform. But I don't don't see see trying to compete, trying to enable their customers to. I, I, my view is that that's going to the 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 the, the Hulk is a is a nice piece of hardware, and 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 that's a, that'll be attractive to both um, uh, enterprise customers and to um, ISPs. Um, the uh, the software, the um, Maui software. There's a lot of uh, software out there in the marketplace. Um, obviously, for enterprises, it'll be uh, nice to have thing, something that's supported. But but there are a lot of other good software companies um, that could uh, put together, and and and, I, and uh, um, a lot of other companies that could put solutions together. Uh, in this space, a lot of alternatives. So I, I think personally that Maui is going to have a much tougher time um, making uh, making entrances and uh, making uh, market share, uh, gaining market share. I completely I agree. I mean, it's a little bit late. You have the competition. You have Data Direct, Exanet, Isilon, NetApp with GX, Hanakas, OnStore. Polyserve or HP, Blue Arc, and etc. There are many people competing on this market. Yeah, but those are not, and this not those are not, not not anywhere anything like the Google file system. No, but they're providing infrastructure. They're providing the basic is cluster NAS, and they all of them providing cluster NAS. Yeah, but when we're talking about massively clustered, massively distributed. It's all. Yeah, all you, you can have most of them, sixteen, thirty-two ways. I'm talking thousands of ways, Josh. I mean, I agree with you, but most customers can take that those that software or those systems and deploy them today, and probably are, it's a good enough scale for their needs today. But the whole Web 2.0 networking, social networking collaboration. Will likely involve thousands of nodes. A little that I've read on Ocean Store is, is that it has that kind of scalability. Tens of thousands of. If you look at what um, companies that want to compete in this space, they they are putting together combinations of open source and their own software uh, and the applications all in one stack, um, and the storage component of that is hardware which is assumed to fail and and that's um, a pretty pretty good model for most of that space and uh, coming in with another platform it's, it's it's interesting but but there's a lot out there and in the enterprise space they're not going to grow there are going to be very few companies that are going to grow rapidly in that space that quickly um, and some of the solutions that um, Josh was talking about, I think, are perfectly adequate in, in, in the enterprise space. Today. Um, so I, I think it's going to be t – my own view is that we'll, we'll see how it rolls out, but I think it's going – there's, there's a lot of software companies that specialize in that software, which are going to be people that uh, – are going to be companies that people turn to quicker than, than Maui. So, so how important is this for users? Cloud, cloud storage in in general. Most of the users, my my point of view is not important. How many Googles do you have? How many Link Edit, LinkedIn you have? How many Facebooks, Sync or Flickr or Skype or whatever you have? So for most of the users, they are completely satisfied. They can be satisfied with the existing product. Speaking of another competitive environment, did you get any feel for uh, iOmega and what's happening there? Oh, that's a good question. Um, who was that? Can you share your name? Or? Uh, my name is Grady Burkett. I'm an analyst with Morningstar. Thank you. Um, uh, let's see. One thing that came up with, with regard to iOmega 
was in a Q&A with Tucci where uh, the question came up regarding international exposure, and he pointed out that the majority of iOmega's revenue comes from overseas, that from a, from a, a currency standpoint, that's goodness, and you'd likely see... Uh, I, I, I don't know if you said you'd like to see more of that, but that was one sort of indicator of some positive international exposure that EMC desired, you know, a la Warren Buffett, what he wants to do with Berkshire. Um, but specifically as it related to iOmega, I, I heard he's going to keep the brand. Obviously, that's that's very important. And I think it seems to the people that I talk to that that's a distribution play for all the activities around Mosey and SAS and and other things that might come. Uh, any others have thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, th I think you said it exactly right. I mean, it's going to be their distribution channel into the consumer. Right. For example, um, ask if I could get an evaluation unit at Lifeline so I could write it up. That's their their <laughs> home appliance that they they. Uh, demoed at analyst days, I think. Right. And they said, yeah, but wait until we get it integrated into IOMA. And Nick, what was the percentage of the time that they uh, devoted to DMX? In the general sessions, um, very little. Yeah. In terms of the agenda, um, there were workshop after workshop after workshop after workshop on how to use features and functions on on DMX. In terms of DMX features, yeah. not very much at all. A huge proportion of the breakouts were on the core storage business, you know, how to how to exploit VMware, how to migrate from A to B, etc. But the general sessions, very little. Did they mention anything about partitioning on DMX or virtualization of the DMX? Uh, there was some mention, and I, I'm, my memory well, with, is gone on. With flash drives, I already have some, some partitioning support so that the flash drive bypasses cache and you partition. There's some stuff they did around it, but in, uh, what, what kind of partition? You can you can give priorities to cache, but it was even before. But I'm really talking about partitioning that you have uh, the way like uh, Hitachi or IBM partitioned the machine in two logical units or more, or 32 logical units. The whole machine. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. But it, if there was a product future session on metrics, I didn't. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we have limited time remaining. Is there anybody else that had any kind of burning question that they wanted to ask? Um, we got time for for one anyway, maybe two. Can 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 I just follow up? On the sure. Go ahead. Just just a quick. Um, so you mentioned I think forty seven percent attach rate onto VMware. Um, what what's driving that? Is, is that an obvious question, or what? I don't think so. It surprised us. In fact, I wrote a piece about this. It's up on Wikibon now, um, okay. you know, slicing the VMware storage pie. I, I'd encourage you to take a look at that. But well, I, I would say what's driving that is is number one, EMC has a big install base, so you would expect that it's it's the storage of choice, but it's VMware installed based, based on that data, and, and that data has a lot of caveats associated with it. It's IDC data. It was it was more of a perception survey than any kind of market study that, that IDC did, uh, but nonetheless, it's an indicator. And I, but I would say the install base, number one, number two, is the fact that VMware is actually owned by EMC uh, must play into that. Um, and, and I think that plays into the integration that they've done and the skill sets that they have. and um, But the, the data were astoundingly higher than, than I had expected. I don't know if other Well, did. also they have these solution, these solution kits or solution packs or whatever you want yeah. to call them. And it says, you know, but they how, how do you do virtualization for Exchange and the storage piece of it? How do you do virtualization for SVP and the storage with it? 
you know, NetApp talked a lot, a lot about getting things together and them working very well, but it seems that EMC and VMware had quite some time. I mean, this is my first EMC but world, and it was jaw-droppingly impressive in terms of the how-to content. But I think it's a little bit misleading. I I agree that they have a large market share, but as far as I know, the the VMware have only six percent of the installed servers. So the the the, the virtualization of the installed service servers is pretty low, but from this uh, amount, EMC has this larger market share. Well, what's what surprised me is that in other conferences, for instance, the, the NetApp analyst briefing, you heard about a, a, an aggressive VMware land grab. And if this data are anywhere close to accurate, and again, there's some caveats on it, the EMC is the one grabbing the land. So, um, so it was, I thought, worthy of a, of a note. And, uh, and again, some caveats around the data, so just be careful, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. One more question. Did EMC make any presentation about GDDR, their answer to the IBM geographical dispersed parallelism split? In the breakouts, yes. Did they okay. mention references? Because I got only uh, one wasn't reference. there, Josh. I don't know. Yeah, it was hard okay. to cover 556 <laughs> breakouts with four of us. Uh, and we decided to, to pair off. Two and two, you know, and it was uh, next year we'll try to send 550 Wikibon members. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to wrap here. Um, okay, well, uh, first let me thank thank Nick for leading the call. It was, I'm sure, a, a, a difficult one to, to, to summarize because it was just so diverse. And also appreciate the input from Fred Moore, David Floyer, Josh Krischer, and Grady Burke. Thank you for your participation and your questions and your comments. Um, what do we name this piece? I got How about EMC, EMC World? World, a cloudy day in Las Vegas? <laughs> it's all day. about the cloud. How about head in the clouds, feet in the ground? That's not bad. I, I prefer that, yeah. All right, so we got almost out of time here, so let's go with that. Uh, so... Okay, this is the May 27th, 2008 Peer Insight uh, research meeting. And uh, the title of the piece we came up with today is EMC World 2008, Head in the Clouds, Feet on the Ground, uh, presented by Nick Allen. So EMC World took place uh, last week, May 19th, at the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. And the event was uh, attended by more than 9,000 people from uh, all over the world and showcased a number of EMC's ecosystem partners. I believe the number was over 100, 120 something. Um, there's little question from a storage perspective that this is the premier customer event in the technology industry. I mean, having attended the last couple of SNWs and storage decisions, it wasn't even close. Uh, this just blew them away. Um, very notable was the richness of content, which included over 500 sessions aimed primarily at a technical audience. Uh, and the diversity of customers was also very impressive. By Wikibon estimates, uh, only about a third were there to learn about EMC's core business. Uh, others were there to learn about uh, Documentum and security and other software and, and, and partners. Uh, two highlighted themes which emerged from the event, which was really a series of mini events, uh, point the way toward EMC's differentiation strategy. One was the, the uh, focus on developing storage for cloud computing, and two was uh, EMC's plans on securing the cloud and other equipment and devices around the cloud. Um, as it relates specifically to cloud computing, while there were a few details provided on EMC's strategy, several indicators were percolating that are worth watching in the midterm. Uh, one is EMC's fundamental premise is that uh, while 70% of the world's data will be created by individuals, 85% uh, uh, will be managed by enterprise infrastructure, e.g. within the cloud. Um, of the 100 and 
70 or so exabytes created annually, 90% of it is non-structured. Uh, EMC demonstrated a Hulk, which is a low-cost turnkey storage infrastructure hardware product for the cloud. Uh, and information on Maui, the software component of EMC's cloud, was less forthcoming. Uh, but Wikibon believes that Ocean Store out of UC Berkeley points at some clues to a Google file system-like software approach that's, that's forthcoming from EMC. Uh, as well, EMC demoed uh, from Documentum a variety of social networking mashups and uh, Project Magellan, which integrates um, multiple enterprise so social networking portfolios. It appears that EMC doesn't want to compete directly with the likes of Google and Microsoft in cloud computing. Rather, it wants to enable enterprises to acquire or rent cloud infrastructure. Although, like all cloud initiatives, this will probably change over time. Uh, EMC's February 2008 acquisition of Pi, which is a small startup focused on uh, creating and organizing content, brought with it Paul Maritz, who became EMC's head of cloud computing services and infrastructure, and that um, division bears watching as things will likely change quickly there. Um, as it relates to security and other enterprise information, um, this gener uh, uh, generated meaningful discussion at the event. Art Coviello, head of EMC's RSA division, emphasized that security problems are growing faster than security solutions. Specifically, in 2001, 1.5% of IT expenses went to security. That figure doubled by 06 and is expected to reach 5% by 09. Uh, and in this time frame, security-related spend, uh, spending has grown, or revenues from security-related companies has grown from $35 billion to $55 billion, which is good news for security vendors, yet organizations, according to an informal survey, do not feel more secure. That informal survey was at the conference. Uh, let's see. So Wikibon gives high marks to EMC's RSA integration emphasis within EMC's product lines which use an 80-point conformance standard, uh, and users should expect EMC to further leverage RSA technology to protect devices and other communications equipment and, and other enterprise equipment with a strategy that focuses not just on, not on securing the perimeter, but, but rather uh, emphasizes that all data should have security metadata associated with it for the purposes of authentication, access, and right rights management, et cetera. Uh, in the core storage business, interestingly, Joe Tucci really didn't touch on Symmetrics and Clarion, but Dave Donatelli did give a fairly meaty overview of the core storage business. Um, one item creating a fair amount of buzz at EMC World was uh, EMC's strong position on Flash and its role in the storage hierarchy. EMC cut Flash prices by about a third. Uh, and uh, Wikibon estimates that flash prices are falling at around 10% per quarter and perhaps accelerating while FC drives, high-performance FC drives, are declining at perhaps 5% or even less. So in a relatively short time frame, the premium on flash drives relative to spinning disks will increase from what was 40x, or sorry, 30x at announcement, uh, which is down now to 20x to less than an order of magnitude within two to three years. And the message here is pretty clear that EMC, the world's number one storage vendor, is giving a big boost to flash. And users should expect these devices to show up in, in many more products over time. Storage virtualization specifically did not get, get much play at the event, although Wikibon attended a couple of breakout sessions on Invista, which is EMC's storage virtualization appliance. Uh, and Vista reportedly has around 200 customers, although we think that less than 20% of those are in production environments. And, but Invista seems to be making slow and steady progress, although market acceptance still lags far behind competitive implementations that support the virtualization of uh, heterogeneous storage arrays. Um, so EMC's primary virtualization strategy seems to be focused on the server side with VMware, um, and data presented at the conference, IDC data presented at the conference, uh, suggests that 
uh, EMC's dominance in VMware matches or even exceeds its overall market penetration. Uh, EMC also touched on a new spin-down capability that it announced in conjunction with dedupe on a quantum VTL, and the spin-down is probably the more interesting piece, as the quantum relationship perhaps is designed to shore up uh, competition with, with data domain in the near term. Uh, but on balance, users should, should expect uh, EMC's continued execution in the core storage business uh, with thin provisioning and spin-down and dedupe and flash being driven into more product lines over time we would suspect. Um, let's see, not much on green in the conference. While, while it was touched upon, it seemed to be an omission that, that um, lacks substantive emphasis, let's say, on uh, the whole idea of reducing energy consumption. Green is growing in importance, but still a secondary issue within IT. Uh, Wikibon data suggests that less than 5% of CIOs actually see the energy bill, and this is reflected in EMC's content. Um, but uh, customers at the event clearly indicated they want to see more innovation out of EMC around energy efficiency. And EMC's power calculator was in full view and, and really underscores the company's credibility and, and knowledge and expertise in this area. But as a primary theme, reducing carbon output and a corporate commitment to green was, was missing. Um, having said that, the combination of EMC's large install base, VMware, thin provisioning, uh, Avamar, Flash, Spin Down, the Power Calculator, et cetera, puts EMC in a pretty strong position to reduce energy consumption within the data center. We'd like to see more leadership there, uh, specifically a corporate commitment perhaps to carbon neutrality from production to supply chain to demand would, uh, would give that whole space a, a boost uh, coming from a giant like EMC. Uh, the action item, EMC World 2008 further demonstrates EMC's leading position in the storage marketplace. This is a must-attend event for any customers that want to increase their return on EMC investments, and it represents the single best source of best practice knowledge in the storage industry, period. Okay, thanks, everybody. We'll uh, appreciate your attendance today, and we'll talk to you uh, next Tuesday. Bye for now.